You are now listening to the AFL brand. Where we talk interesting stuff about almost everything. Business, family, health, self-awareness, success, marketing. All here on the AFL brand podcast. Welcome to another episode of the AFL Brand Podcast. Super, super excited about our guest today. Uh, I won't do a long intro at all. We'll, we'll get into all of that. But uh, one of the brands that I, I really, really follow have stolen so many ideas from, saw what he was doing, implemented it in my own brand. Uh, without further ado, we have the, 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 the I, I don't know, Sherrod Lightborn, Sherrod L Photography. Sherrod, how are you doing, buddy? I'm pretty good, man. That's a that's a good intro. I gotta, Is it? I gotta use that. Yeah, I gotta <laughs> use that when I when I do my presentations from now on. <laughs> I um, you know, like I said, I'm such a big fan of the brand. You always seem to be innovating. Always, I you know, one of the things as a creative, and you know, it was a couple couple of years ago that I realize that we are all artists you know i i always wished when i was in school or or even as an adult that i wish i had artistic abilities that i could draw that i could design that i could create something with my hands and mm-hmm. it wasn't until mm-hmm. wasn't until you know a couple of years into my career that i appreciated that you can be an artist at whatever you're doing and um and and this is something that you've implemented but but my artistic skills have always been drawing from the inspiration of others when right as it relates to your brand it seems that that you are the kind of innovator like uh i just just because it's a first name that comes to mind like a steve jobs that doesn't need to see something like an ipad to create one tell tell us a little bit about (laughs) wow (laughs) tell us a little bit about your innovation your creativity what is what how is your tell us tell us a little bit about your brand and, and yourself first so start with yourself tell us about the brand um well i've always kind of been interested in in um expression ideas uh creativity you know color shape sounds or you know any anything that that acts as a stimulant Mm-hmm. Um, so as a young child and moving into you know adulthood, I've always been sort of interested in what's what was around me, and kind of turning that into something that I that I like expressing. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you know, that imagination and you know the curiosity of you know of being a kid has never left me i i think you know my my parents were very sort of uh very balanced in how i how i grew up so you know i got a great foundation and and how to you know being raised properly without being spoiled but at the same time with a with enough freedom to be able to draw in my books and draw on the walls mm-hmm. and all this other stuff mm-hmm. Um, and then moving into adulthood and going to school and going off to college just sort of helped me focus on on that skill of taking something and expressing it a certain way. Right. Um, and so I've always I've always uh, 
the skill was always there, but you know, my training in school and all that other stuff um, was what really helped me to focus on what I, what I, or or hone that skill and, and teach me how to use that skills um, better. You know, and I'm a pretty fun guy. I think I'm pretty laid back, um, pretty easygoing. Mm-hmm. You know, I have my qualms and I have my bad habits as well, but mm-hmm. I. At the end of the day, like I've always been a creative and I've always loved to be creative and express my creativity. Um, so I've always sort of implemented those things into my brand. Right. And uh, my brand is one where I get to express myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the skills that I've learned over the years help me to continuously be creative. They help me to continuously express different things, different ideas. And as a photographer, uh, I get to express those things visually. Right. You know, I tell stories by taking a photograph and not necessarily writing or or putting numbers together or, you know, drawing lines and, you know, adding things up or, you know, I'm not, I'm not good at any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But, you know, where my brand has been able to maintain some sort of consistency and some sort of stickability has been just because that imagination and that curiosity and wanting to express something has never left me from my from my been a child right right um, and I you know combine that with just wanting to be simple and clean and straight to the point which are parts of my personality mm-hmm. those the, the combination of the the creativity and the curiosity you know, mixed with just being simple and to the point, uh, I think those are what uh, make my brand what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, something I always find interesting is that is that there's a school of thought. This this would very this is obviously subjective for person, but uh, creatives are oftentimes lacking in in administration. So, so I, yeah. I, I could, I could, I'm very good at, at creating art, at, at designing. I'm, but when it comes to paperwork, when it comes to following up, when it comes to, to things of that nature, I might be off. How have you balanced the two as it relates to making sure the business side of Sheradel works and also making the creative side is still, is still innovative as well? Um, trial and error. I mean, I'm not a, I'm not, you know, I didn't go to school for business administration. I didn't go for economics or accounting. You know, none, those are my weak points. Mm-hmm. But from just being, just being able to sort of build my business from the ground up, um, a combination of good experiences, bad experiences, and experiencing customer service for myself, mm-hmm. um, I've just sort of, sort of similar to what you've done, sort of take pieces from every sort of realm and, and, and combine that into my own brand. Right. So, I mean, it's, and every day is a learning process. Every day, you know, you come across clients who are, no one's the same. No, everyone's different. Um, you know, and you follow, you know, you know, you follow other brands like Apple or, you know, um, Nike, uh, you know, um, brands like that and you see how they operate their business and you see the service that they deliver and the products that they deliver you try to emulate that within your own business Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
You know, one of the things I'm very fascinated about, Sherrod, is when I look at your brand and because I've dabbled in, in, in video editing and graphic design and obviously as, as an extension of becoming better in real estate, I realize how much when I see like what you're doing with your Instagram stories right now, which is, which is like next level, no other brand, no other photography brand is doing the kind of marketing. And it's obviously reflective in the community you've built as well. Um, but how much thankless hours and sleepless nights, just that, just that one Instagram adjustment you've made, I think is a 2019 adjustment. And I'm paying yeah. attention to these finer details that you're doing and the adjustments that you make in your brand and, 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 and considering how many moving pieces there are to each photo shoot. And so let me, let me see if I got this figured out. You do a photo shoot. You have, uh, obviously, not only do you have to create the concept behind the photo shoot for this client, uh, helping them uh, uh, produce images that they may have not even visualized, right? And so what I, you know, following you on Pinterest as well, what it appears you do for your clients, they give you a concept. You send them some Pinterest options of what, you 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 conceptualize based on that initial meeting um from that you have a number of your team members doing behind the scenes videography behind the scenes photography um from there you not only have to edit the images send that to the client but you have to produce a a a a, a piece that would fit well on instagram stories a piece that would fit well as a as a traditional feed a Facebook story, a LinkedIn post specific to that, to that context. And uh, let me see if I got it all. And then make the edit your website, make the new blog entry on your website and create graphics specific to, <laughs> to fit that. So we're talking, we're talking off of one photo shoot. We're talking possibly at minimum 16 different pieces of media, video, graphic and still is is that is that accurate i didn't even know it was that much but when you <laughs> when you say it it is a lot of moving pieces but i as a creative i don't really look at it that way i look at it as as you know most most people in in a social media driven world have to understand the con the concept of what it is to be a content creator mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people sort of understand this term and understand what it means to be a content creator. Mm -hmm. Because when you are an entrepreneur or when you run a business and you give that business a social media platform, mm -hmm. you are, you're going to make some in some of your income is going to come from social media, right? Um, social media, especially outlets like Instagram, or Pinterest are completely visual, right? So if you don't capture the viewers, I visually nine times out of 10, they're not going to be interested in what you're talking about or what you're trying to show. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, now, surprisingly, so looking at my finances, when it comes to my brand, I would say the ratio of every, every other form of advertising versus social media and actually the income that comes from that advertising Right now, it's probably 60-40, being 40% of my income comes from social media, and the remaining comes from a multitude of, uh, or, or multiple outlets, like, you know, my website, word of mouth, um, 
you know, uh, I don't advertise, you know, newspaper, radio, and television. Right. But, you know, being in a small community like Nassau, you know, word of mouth travels very far. Um, people, you know, send me referrals all the time. People look me up on the internet, um, you know, and then everything else is social media. Right. So social media has become sort of like a really driving force in the way that I market myself. And as a content creator, I've, I've tried to always find new ways to, to stimulate people who are looking at my work. Mm-hmm. And I always tell my team, you never know who's watching. People might not always comment. Right. They may not always like a post or, you know, engage with the things that you're asking them to engage with, but they are noticing it. And... You know, I did make a 2019 move with regards to my Instagram stories, and I have gotten so many DMs about, yeah. "Hey, bro, what app is that? Hey, what are you doing? What are you doing to use? What are you using to make your IG stories so? I love it. I love it. Oh my god, I love it. Like people are really noticing right. the changes. Right. Um, but there are a lot of moving parts, Matt. There are there are tons of moving parts. But as a content creator, it's all in one. Yeah. So from my sit down with a client or sit down with my team and say, hey, guys, there's an idea that I want to shoot. Um, let's put it together. You know, there's 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 inspiration. There's references. There's who's going to be a part of the styling, who's going to be a part of the concept, where are we going to shoot it? And then you capture it all. You right. capture the actual work. And then you have your team members work along with you to capture things like behind the scenes stills, behind the scenes video. And then you put it all together in your editing, you put it all together in your branding, you put it all together in sort of knowing what people are attracted to. Right. 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 So it is a, it is, it is a very in-depth, extremely dynamic, extremely dramatic process. Yeah. 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 I, I want to know a little bit about, Sherrod, the person, and 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 I could hear your your beautiful daughter in the background. How old is she now, Sherrod? Congratulations again. She's thank you. She is three months. Okay. And she is three months going on two years. She's super <laughs> advanced. Yeah. She is a good mix of both my wife and I. Although I feel as though she has a lot of my personality. Mm-hmm. Just. Every day, they she does something different. She's starting to talk in her baby talk mm-hmm. more and more, um, you know. And becoming a father has sort of changed a lot of a lot of things. People told me beforehand, you know, they, it's going to change your life because this is we have a we have a daughter. I have a stepdaughter mm-hmm. um, because Tanya had Tanya has a daughter. Um, I met her with a daughter, right. or, and now we have our own kids. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I love my stepdaughter very much, and we have a really great relationship, but it's nothing compared to having your own. There's there's a different connection there yeah. because it's your own. Yeah. Um, and she has sort of taken over my life, my emotions, <laughs> but she's been a real blessing because my workload has increased. I thought it would have decreased, uh-huh. but the amount of work and the caliber of work and the quality of work that I'm getting is just amazing. Yeah. And it's because of her, I think, you know, I got to make money because, you know, diapers are not cheap it, at they, all. Absolutely. absolutely. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> they are not cheap at all. And right. that's one element of having a kid. I mean, that's not... Yeah, that's yeah, not that's, that's one, exactly. 
exactly not clothing uh-huh. that's not you know doctor's visits mm-hmm. that's not mm-hmm. you know but she she she's 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 everything she everybody she's surrounded by a lot of love and that she's a healthy baby and growing every day and i really don't have much to complain about yeah. i mean we've had sleepless nights you know when she first came home but now she's sort of adjusting good she's she's growing into herself mm-hmm. so so that's good so so tell us what 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 can we expect from the Sharadel brand this year from a from a marketing perspective what what's on the drawing board if it, the things you're willing to talk about you you like to surprise your audience with these new moves but what are you willing to talk about that you you have planning on the drawing board um from a marketing standpoint again i keep things very simple Matt. so i don't have a set plan yeah. for yeah. for my marketing and and how i advertise but i do know that as a brand i want to continue to become more innovative more creative um and at the end of the day find find a voice that is my own not not someone else's um i've been really pushing the idea of collaborating with more bahamians mm-hmm. and producing work that is of a global standard mm-hmm. um, and and you you don't think when you say that are you suggesting that your work isn't there yet when when you look at uh photographers you admire is there a visual and quality difference from your work now like your work with bahari from a gucci photo shoot from a I don't know who the who 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 you admire but do is there a notable difference? Um I think there is from from a lot of different standpoints. I I believe in the work that I'm doing and I believe that uh, my work is of a certain quality that can stand on, you know, a global stage. Um production-wise there are a lot of differences, resource-wise there are a lot of differences in my work versus someone else's work. You know, the the Bahamas has a very small market for for local photographers and and the market is extremely saturated. So there are a lot of factors that come into play with regards to work. Mm-hmm. But um that doesn't necessarily mean that or that doesn't necessarily affect the type of work that I'm doing. Um I believe that collaborating is key. It's it's like yeah. you know the whole the old saying of iron sharpens iron. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when I get to work with somebody else that's equally as talented and equally as skilled, um it makes both of us better. Yeah. Um you know and my my one of my my MOs this year was to continue to push and work even harder than before to push my work more and more and more until the right person sees it. Mm. Mhm. Mhm. Who is the who is the right person Chirac? Um well in this industry uh and I'm speaking from a global pers- uh, global um perspective in this industry you need uh you need publicists you need talent agents you need agencies you need to have connections and network with these types of people um magazine editors uh you know people like that who are in decision making positions to say I really like Chirac I love his work um let's get him to do some work for us right. let's continue to work with him because we like we like his personality we like his worth ethic ethic we like his creativity um and we like what he brings to the table so mm-hmm. you you have to continue to work and work and work until you get to that point um and then faith will take over everything else certainly certainly so Sharad if you were picture yourself as the innovator you are in real estate 
What would you be doing? What would you be doing? Give me, give me some tips on. Oh my. On on. If I was in real estate. Yeah, talk to me. Talk to me. Um, if I was in real estate, I probably would have a really awesome team. So people around me that kind of understand, um, the brand. I would. I think that I would definitely be a brand as a real estate agent, and I would create this brand, which would sort of be like a mold for other real estate agents, whereas I'm saying this is how you market yourself. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's, it, it would definitely be more than just selling a home. It would be sort of like a lifestyle, sort of like going into a store and buying uh, Nike shoes and some, 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 some joggers to go with that, a nice shirt to go with it, mm-hmm. and then putting it all together. It would be more than just me. Right. It would be a team around me who could do photography and video with you know specific types of homes and my brand as a, you know, the, 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 the corporate goal would be, okay, yes, I'm a real estate agent, but my personal brand would be Sherrod Lightborn, the real estate agent. And however that would look or sound is what I would continue to express as a creative. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, when you say that, I, I think about the fact that, that, your your brand and 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 i i so admire people's personal choices on social media but you mm-hmm. have seemed to selectively chosen to keep a lot of your personal life personal yeah yeah and i do yeah. admire that tell me tell us uh, tell us your reasoning there oh uh, i think it's just uh growing um as an adult and and you know understanding understanding the good and the bad behind social media um i choose to keep my private life private because everything else about my life which is my brand is so public and people see that part and as a small community there are some hurdles that i have to jump over because of the fact that I don't put everything out there. Right. Now, that's a choice. Yeah. That's my choice uh, because I don't believe that everything, everybody should know everything. Right. I believe that there should be some sort of, yeah, there should be some sort of mystery. There should be some sort of, okay, I don't know everything about him. Right. Um, but kind of draws the line between, yeah, uh-huh, personal <laughs> And professional, right, right. And, uh, and Riley is is backing me up. Uh-huh, uh, I hear her. Yeah, she understands one hundred percent why. Yeah, why Daddy's so private right. about. And you know, my wife, my wife is a completely different personality than than I am. She's more of a social butterfly than I am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's it's a good balance. So she can bounce from person to person and have a conversation with anybody. And she's really personable, and she's. She's really good at that, and I am not good at that at all. I can take a photograph, but I'm not. Yeah, I'm not a good people for. I mean, I'm good with people, with regards to how it relates to my work. Right. But other than that, I'm really much. I'm really much an introvert. I'm a hermit. I just want to come home. I just want to spend time with my girls, my wife. I just want to go on Pinterest, find inspiration, and then go out and do work. That's my life, and I'm happy with that at this point. Yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. Sometimes as a as as a self-employed entrepreneur, we can hmm, there, there are two things that, that I often deal with, obviously, as, as someone who you know who's a hundred percent you own your own business. And so if you don't produce, you don't eat. 
I am hard on myself for time. Number one with yeah. procrastination, and number two with well, is a couple of things. Being a perfectionist, and I do see that in you as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 I, let me think about the third one. Let me have you talk about the first two. So, so per, being a perfectionist, uh, your thoughts there? Uh, it's a gift and a curse at the same gift time. Gift and a curse. It's a gift and a curse. Yeah. Um, because you want to do, but see, that goes back to my upbringing because my dad was always very much militant when it came to doing things the right way the first time. Um, so as simple as it sounds, you know, him waking me up in the middle of the night to fill the ice trays evenly because I did not fill them properly, you know, to, to, to doing something a certain way because this is the right way to do it. Right. That's what's been instilled in me throughout my entire life. Mm-hmm. And then going off to college where you operate at a level that is, it is done this way and we expect this process and this is part of how you end up with a solution. Right. And without the working parts, you cannot come to some sort of whole. Um, and so as a photographer, that that drives me when I'm planning or conceptualizing or doing anything of that nature. I have to get it right the first time. Right. And if I don't feel like I'm doing that, I have to start over or revamp or rebrand right. or reinvent mm-hmm. until I get it to the point where I feel like this is done the this is being done the right way. Right. Right. Yeah. So I want to I want to close on a high note, Sherrod, and I'm I maybe I maybe I'll just leave it open to you. Think about, you know, that when we when I thought about this podcast idea, the acronym AFL stands for agent for life. And right. while I started that with the mindset of that was focused on real estate agents, I think anyone in any industry and the people we choose to interview are agents for life in their respective industries, right? Mm-hmm. You've, yeah. become, you've become so many people's go-to photographer. And so when they need a photography agency, you are the person that they would consider the only person that they would ever need. My, my aspiration for all of the people I serve in real estate is that once they've done business with me, they would need to go no place else. And so the people that we're appealing to on this podcast are people that have a similar mindset no matter the industry. Mm-hmm. How mm-hmm. do you, in two minutes, maybe if you could give me this information, mm-hmm. how does a brand... You as a brand work to do that. And how would you suggest brands generally work to do that? Um, it's, a ve- it's a very simple formula. You know, consistency is key. Innovation is key. And uh, working hard is, are, I think, are the three keys that I, that I implement into my own brand that I try to always be consistent with. I always want to do something that's different. Because somebody will notice, somebody will say, wow, I didn't even think about that. That's really cool. That's really creative. I would like the same sort of formula applied to what I'm doing. If I'm looking for a photographer, I just continue to push like harder and harder and harder. And I told, I told my wife the other day, 
I feel like I need to work harder. And she was shocked. She was like, are you serious? <laughs> harder than you? You're not working hard already? Right. I said, no, I, I feel like I got to work even harder than I did before. And, you know, so, you know, as a wife, she's very much like, oh, well, we have two kids. Right. And you don't want to burn yourself right, out. Right, right, right. But at the end of the day, I support you. Yeah. So, you know, having <laughs> my, my girls and, and my wife to push me and, and know that they are a part of what inspires me to work harder um, helps with that being the only agent or agency people think about if the word photography comes up in a conversation. Yeah. And that's, that's, that solely comes from working hard and continuing to push myself and pushing the way that I express these different ideas and concepts to the public, to a, to an online audience, um, both local and international to the point where they say, okay, I'm noticing this guy. You, you only get to that point from hard work. Right. Right. So <laughs> last question, I promise. How mm-hmm, do you, no how do you as a brand not be focused? Because as any brand, your there is some sort of satisfaction that comes from the appreciation and the, and the, and the recognition by your hard work. When you work hard on the Bahari photo shoot, you want to go on Bahari's page and you want to see, wow, this was their most viewed video yet. This was their most liked video yet because I put my blood, sweat, and tears in it. Is that reasonable? Um, I'm trying to understand the question. Um, so, when you... so the question is, is it, is it reasonable to, to, when you put hard work into something, expect... Yeah? Yeah. Right. Even, um, even, even to a degree, to a degree. I'm not saying it should be the end all be all because I, I, I just want to, that's a, that's a, that's just a part of the question. Yeah. No, agreed. Yeah. I, I, it's, 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 it's neither here. All right. Let me, let me, let me try backtrack. It, I think this is a personal preference as a business. You know, the more people that see your work right. or have access to your work, there is a possibility that there will be a percentage of those that see your work that will want you to do work for them as well. Yes. So in that regard, that is a concern of mine where I put work out there because I know it's good, because I know I've worked hard on it, because I know my team killed the set and we produced something that we that no one else could have produced for a particular company right. like a Bahari. Right. But the artist in me is only concerned about being able to create. I created something mm. for them. I created something for myself that was my own voice. And, and, and I put it out that's, there. And that's an interesting point. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I, I put it out there. And to me, my mindset has changed a lot with social media. I put out, I want to put out something that I am proud of doing. Right. And the people that get that and understand everything about photography and how it works and all the moving parts will get it. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, social media is also a very, very shallow channel it of is. communication. Yeah. Because, you know, it's the way the world works. Uh, you know, I'm not as popular as another photographer. I'm not as handsome as mm-hmm. another photographer. Mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. some chick that just wants to take bikini shots and post it because I want guys to pay attention to me. Right. You know, you know, those superficial things get get. It, it, it in my New York slang, mad attention. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. But 
and I had to get over that. You know, I used to get upset because I wasn't getting the type of yeah. engagement that I wanted. Yes. I wasn't getting the type of likes or comments. But, you know, you post something dumb or stupid and people go crazy uh-huh, over it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, you post something sexual or or anything that ensues that, hey, I'm a nice looking woman and I've got a great body. Right. Those things get tons of attention yeah, yeah. on social media. But I've matured so much as an artist that now I just I create. I As an artist, you want people to see the things that you create. But it's not to the point where I'm dying, where I'm thirsty for the attention because people are not noticing it. I put it out there. I'm proud of it. I've created something. I've expressed that. I've 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 posted it, and that's it. Right. I don't. I don't. I get and it. I, and the engage the engagement that I get is very organic on social media. I get people that genuinely want to know more about my work. Right. People who really want to. Hey, Sherrod, I I love your work. I would love to be a part of your team. I would love to shadow you. I would love to learn more. I. The environment seems so creative and so stimulating. I want to be a part of that. Like those are the things that I that I enjoy the most about what I do. Mm-hmm. I only care about creating because what comes from mm. that are people who get it and people who say, I want to hire this guy, or oh my God, I want my work to be like his, or you inspire me to push myself harder and harder. That's to me, those are the things yeah. that are more important yeah. than That's, than that is that is so. How how old are you now, Sherrod? If if you if you don't mind, I'm 39. I'm 39 now. Yeah, you know that is. And how how long would you say you've had this newer mindset? Um, the last three or four years, yeah. I would say. Um, and now you know, being a dad puts a different perspective Definitely. on a lot of things for me. Definitely. I have my tolerance for a lot of things has been has been raised even higher because my time is even more precious than it was before. Mm-hmm. You know, when we first brought Riley home, I would I still had to work because my wife was home with the baby and one of us still had to do some type of work to be able to maintain our lifestyle. Right. And so I'm out there working and working hours and hours and hours. And I'm like, man, I love my daughter. I really want to be home. But at the same time, I have to be out here working. Right. Right. But I want to be home. Mm-hmm. So my mindset is like, my time is even more precious than it was before. If you're not serious about working along with me or work or collaborating or understanding that my business and my time are of a certain value, I move on very quickly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. Having, a, having, having a child has completely changed a lot of the way that I think and feel about, about not just how precious time is, but how valuable time is as well. Right, right. You know, and, and I, I, that was such a strong point there that really resonated with me. And it's something that I, that, that, that theoretically, it makes sense that as creatives, mm-hmm. we should only care about creating. Yeah. We, 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 should, we should remove the focus on from, does, does the world appreciate my creation? Yeah. Um, and, and, and so it's, it's definitely something that creatives may, may often be challenged with. Um, and it, it's something I continue to work on as well. But I really appreciate you sharing that. Um, any, any last thoughts before we sign off? Um, I think we covered a lot of, a lot of uh, bases today. Um, again, I cannot stress how, how important it is as a brand to make sure that whatever you are putting out there, whatever it is, that you are expressing yourself. And that's what advertising and marketing is. It's expressing 
your your brand's values and your brand's vision to a specific or or uh, to an audience, mm-hmm. whether it's whether it's you know face to face, whether it's online. You know these avenues and platforms that we have nowadays to express ourselves as brands is so important to make sure that your voice is your own and not someone else's. Mm. And I'm, you know, this is what I'm teaching the people and the other photographers who are interning with me. It is important to find your voice and it is important to build your voice. And marketing is sort of like the exercise that you use to continue to build your voice. Mm-hmm. Every time you put something out there, it has to be an expression of you right. and it has to be an expression of your creativity. You will never stand out. You will never make moves. You will never innovate. If you just see somebody else's work and you want to, you want to copy right. what you see right. versus taking an inspiration or taking something that inspires you and making it your putting own. it out there. And the last nugget I'll leave with you is that is the mantra behind everything that I'm going to be putting out this year. It's going to be my voice. It's going to be things that people have forgotten about. It is going to be an amazing year for, for the photography brand that I am a part of. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Sherrod, I, I can't wait to see what else you come up with. I'll be following. And I so, so appreciate the time you spent with, with, uh, on the podcast today and, uh, all the best. No problem, Matt. I'll see you on the next one. All right. <laughs> Talk soon. All right.